Welcome to another episode of Loose Change. Um, I'm here with Stefan and Jacob and myself, Basin. Um, unfortunately, Muhammad couldn't make it today. Um, he has priorities that are far greater than us. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Um, I, I heard he had to take a flight. I, I heard he had to take a flight. No, he didn't have to do shit. He's no. an idiot. Um, anyways, though, um, so how was your week? How was your... Actually, it's been a couple weeks. We had some technical difficulties. And we couldn't really post for the last two weeks, which is a bit of an issue. We're still learning. I promise we're still learning. We're trying to get better. Um, so it's been, what, like two, three weeks now in between? Two, three weeks, yeah. Um, it's been pretty productive. Very, say. very productive, uh, especially on the real estate front. You know, Mo finally locked down and got under contract his first real estate deal. So congrats on him, but he's not even, he's not even here, you know? Anyways, outside of that... Uh, for us as well, like, you know, we're, we're hunting uh, for, like, the next couple properties as well. So the, it's just been busy on the real estate front. On the school front, it's picked up as well. A lot of assignments, a lot of exams coming up, right? Uh, you're lucky you don't have that. I do have a class. I'm taking a class. I have an assignment oh due on Friday. One class. <laughs> yeah, but I, because I'm on internship, <laughs> I'm working. Sorry. <laughs> you're, Anyways, done, but you're done now. You're yeah, done this year. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but essentially, yeah, like it was a very busy, very uh, productive couple of weeks. Uh, we're still like grinding on the real estate. We're still trying to find ways to deliver more value to you guys, right? So, yeah, just been putting a lot of effort in that front. Um, quickly, I think we're going to start off every ep episode like this. Um, if, again... Because this is like our main thing is real estate. If you guys have anyone that you know who wants to sell a property or you sell a property, anything like that, let us know. Um, and we pay finder's fee. And if you want to actually work with us, then also let us know. If you want to invest with us, uh, we can sit down, have a meeting, talk about it. Yeah. Call 188-654-23-9-2. Capstone nine investments. Two. Yeah. We, got, we got that number. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, how's your week? Mine was uh, d d terrible. First of all, I would like to say uh, rest in peace, Kobe. His oh, facts. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. Um, and then I got coronavirus that day. Shut up, man. I did, bro. No, you didn't. I literally got coronavirus. No, you didn't. I got the same bro, shit. It was just a flu. The common cold is, a, is Shut up. A coronavirus. I got the coronavirus. I've been trying to fight that for like four days. But while that, I've been grinding for school because um, two exams tomorrow. <laughs> and then, as you can clearly see, we're still having technical difficulties, but we'll work with what we have now. That's why there's only two mics. Anyway, so um, our yeah. topic, so I think this one's going to add a, a decent amount of value to people. Again, kind of sticking to the whole mindset aspect of it and sticking to the discipline and kind of getting, um, like, figuring out what you want to do and everything like that. So today we're going to talk about financial freedom. Ah, my favorite topic. Um, what it is, what it means to us. Um, how we think the ways of obtaining it, um, just everything about it. Cause again, it brings people into a mindset of like thinking long-term and thinking of like, what are we, what are things I can do now that'll actually help me out in the long term? 
Yeah. And like, I think the best place to start it off is, you know, how do you define like financial freedom? Um, I think freedom is a subjective, subjective thing. So like freedom for me might not be freedom for you, right? Me working a nine to five job might be my version of freedom, but your version of freedom might be chilling, you know, on some beach somewhere, not working. Right. So for me, how I define um, financial freedom, it's, you know, accumulating uh, passive investments uh, to the point where they pay for my lifestyle. Right. So and I consider financial freedom for me the point where I no longer have to go to work for money. My investments are paying my bills and I'm free to go ahead and do the things that I really want to like devote my time to, which is like investing in real estate, learning more about like building my business and adding value to you guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of the podcast because he summed it up. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, financial freedom to me is actually before I continue, you said um, you have enough money or passive income to pay for your lifestyle. Doesn't your lifestyle change throughout the years? Like you get kids, you get a wife, you get family, you get sick. Like it depends, right? But But when it comes to that, like you're thinking, you're not thinking more of like, the what ifs i don't know like obviously there are stuff that come up and yeah. there's things yeah like that's the thing that because just because you're financially free doesn't mean doesn't mean you don't still have to budget and still have to like still save money and and you know what i mean like yeah. still put yourself yeah. in a situation where if god forbid something happens mm. you're not like like i don't know i guess i'll answer that i'll answer my question of what it means by financial free with that so i guess right. like my thing isn't necessarily my so my expenses are 60k a year my um my investments give me 55k a year or 60k a year and then i just break even but i didn't have to work mm. right that's not really my definition of financial freedom but for me financial freedom is like me setting myself up that if i do like just want to retire and not have to work a single day of my life in the future yeah i don't have to and i'll still be comfortable enough to spend the money that i have and not have to like worry about if someone gets sick am i gonna have to oh like is my like rental income gonna cover my my bills this month kind Mm -hmm. of thing you know what i mean like i like i believe in exceeding your your lifestyle's expense i don't know if that makes sense yeah, yeah. like you know what i mean like like say say your expense is 60k a year again right because that's just like an i feel like an average person 60k a year um is that <laughs> not is that not an average person spend 60 grand in a year and for an average person like think about like, someone yeah, who goes like an out average person like do you not what's six what's 60k a year that's five grand a month yeah okay. Five grand a month is, I mean, that is actually excessive. Actually, that's but quite it, a bit. Yeah. That, is a, that is a decent amount, but still, though, like for an average person, you can still do that. But whatever, say say fifty k a month. I mean, a year. Um, that's a very lavish living, man. Fifty? You think fifty k a year is lavish? Five, five grand a month. Well, right now we're thinking as single people. A good point. Good yeah, point. imagine good when you have kids, good point, when you good have point. your wife. Yeah, good like, point. Yeah, it's gonna be spending a lot. But anyways, um, say your expenses is fifty k a year, like. For me, I'd want to be making like a hundred to one hundred twenty k a year on mm. passive income, and then that's where I'd consider myself Almost like, like hey, you know what, like, yeah, like that's where I'd consider myself like, all my expenses are paid for, and I have enough where I'm saving 
a lot or, or yeah. I have a huge budget yeah. where if I want to buy a big luxurious thing, um, I can. Or, or if I want to... for emergen- emergencies too. Yeah, or yeah. emergencies or if I want to take a... Like if I want to travel and like pay a lot, I can. Yeah. So it's not necessarily just the normal lifestyle that it's getting paid for. My thing is like if you want to buy a car tomorrow and it's like your dream car, you won't have to hesitate. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, yeah, you can think about it and be like, oh, is this a good investment or not? But like you're not thinking about it like is this going to put me in a situation where next month I might not be able to pay my bills? That's right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I was actually going to follow up with the question. But my, okay, my definition of financial freedom is almost very similar to both of yours combined, in which financial freedom, oh man, remember the quote I said like two months ago? By the way, we've done this podcast like three yeah, times. Yeah, I think we recorded this, like, man, we recorded every topic like 15 times. Yeah, so, um, where I don't have to work or I don't need to work for what I need. I don't know if you can't quote yourself. You're not able to quote yourself. Just say it in a different way. Basically, financial freedom to me means my passive income covers my expenses even, like flat. But that's break financial freedom for me. But then there's another level to that. So that's that's like uh, fire. Isn't it called fire? Like, what was it? Financial independence. Independence, retire early. Retire early. So that's kind of that movement that that they've got going on. So if people don't know fire, like, it's like a... Um, it's like a little, yeah, it's like a movement. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's specific to London, is it? No. no. So okay, so yeah, so fire is basically like a movement where people are trying to put themselves in situations where they're retiring early. Um, and like just to speak on that a little bit, like the goal of the fire movement. Uh, so most people focus on like maximizing the revenue as their means to like earning more money. Uh, the fire movement they try to focus on like cutting down expenses. So yeah. like they, you know, it's all about like saving as much of your uh, income as you can, as well as keeping your expenses extremely low for you know a fixed period of time. And in that period of time, like these guys save up twenty percent of their income, and then on top of that, like they're investing as well. So you find that maybe in yeah. a short five years, the max maybe ten years, they are in a position to actually retire early just because they've been sacrificing and denying themselves like luxuries. You, yeah, you cut you. Cut cut down yourself so that's that's the thing like if you want to get so people i feel like the the general term that people might use for financial freedom is that they'll be like oh i'm just rich Hmm. or i just have a lot of money Uh, that have a lot of money Uh, that has nothing really to do because you can you can be rich but not be like like yeah like i guess you'll be financially free but at the same time like a lot of people are still working the nine to five, like yeah. like still not having a lot of time to spend with their family, like all that stuff. So a lot of people think financial freedom is just me being, me making a lot of money a year and that's me being financially free. Yeah. But like the, I think the fire movement is showing that you can be financially free at a young age by literally just cutting down your expenses to a certain, to an extent where even if you're making like, say, say, like uh, say you're making two three grand off of off of your your rentals mm-hmm. right three grand doesn't sound like a lot but three times 12 is 36 grand realistically these people are living off of 36 grand to start but, to start yeah but, but you guys said fire stands for financial independence retirement early retire, retire early but that's not really retire Reti- like yeah, do so you want to retire retired. like no. living so frugally on like 36 no. grand a year right no so you can I mean, if you want to talk about it, but like quickly, like most most of the people that do that, 
aren't actually retiring, retiring. It's not, yeah, like, so I think like, the, the notion or the word retirement needs to be like redefined, at least in the context of financial independence, right? So most people def- define retirement more from an income replacement perspective. And what that means is yeah, that, you I know, agree. essentially, you know, you were going to go work some sort of corporate salary job and maybe make 60K, but now you've either either saved or managed your expenses in a way that you're earning maybe not 60K. Not because you need to be able to make enough exactly right like or you're making income passively where it's floating that exact salary figure so that's 60k in passive income so in that way you don't need to go and work that same job that you were going to take that nine to five for a whole year now you got your investments doing that for you so that's almost like a a new definition of retirement at least amongst investors where it's like i i don't need to just stop working or like drop dead or like you know just stop moving because these guys most of most of the ones who retire early they're like in their early 30s you know like mid late 30s and like you don't just stop moving you still have passions you still have ambitions you still have business goals you're trying to achieve right so it's just now you've broken out of this financial barrier and now you can go ahead and chase those dreams i think the big thing is the is the income replacement i think that's the big thing because like because like right now we like we make we make enough like technically like td like we like technically you and i like we don't need to work at td anymore because our rentals are making us basically more money than than us working at TD. So I think that's like a good so so it's basically working your way up to to replace your main income. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing because that's where people get confused. Yeah. You you brought a topic topic about rich versus retirement. I'm just gonna ask you a question. What number do you guys need to be considered rich? By the way, if you have, if you haven't gone and checked out my video about being rich, I know not many people watch my video, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what number do you need to be do do you need to consider yourself rich? I think that's very subjective. I think that's super subjective. Like some no, pe- but like, some what's people- the limit? What number is the limit? Like what you need? Like to what's the lowest? Yeah, no, a year. No, in assets, in assets. So your net worth. What's your net worth to consider yourself rich? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. I, like, I think that's very... Again, I think that's kind of... Suggest- you can kind of answer that. Well, you want. I'm here to teach to- you after <laughs> Stefan's answer. <laughs> okay. Um, my, my take on this is like kind of what Basil said in that there is some subjectivity. And I also think rich is not a dollar figure. It's more of a mindset. Right. Or like wealth is, is, is more of a mindset rather than like a dollar figure. And like, let me just elaborate for a second. So, for example, like you can have a person who has a million dollars in the bank, but they don't feel rich. Right. Or like you could have a person who maybe has like only 500 bucks. Right. Like like in their bank account. But yet like their mindset, uh, they know that, hey, I might have 500 bucks in my bank account, but my knowledge and my ambitions or what I'm working towards is going to, is going to be greater than what my bank account shows right now. And so like, that's why like in, in the whole, like what dollar figure, you know, kind of defines rich. I think also you look at the quality of life and like around the world. Like if we go right now to Africa, right? In some rural vi- vi- village, oh, yeah, we're, we're rich, rich as yeah, hell. Rich. Okay. You come to, you know, Canada where things are a little bit more expensive or, or our America, you're now, maybe middle class you're still you know uh, uh pushing the yeah. civic you know low-key right so 
<laughs> so like same thing i uh, i think it's very su subjective but what's your answer like well i think you'd still be pushing the civic in africa because <laughs> it's it's not gonna make you richer to go to africa but i, I see what you're saying but um that, that's a very philosophical answer but there is a number there's a way to calculate how much in net assets you need to almost cover oh wait no if that's your question well, the thing is, it's it's different. When you're saying how much money do you need to be able to like live off of or something like that, isn't like two? Isn't it two point three million? No, not even close. Yeah. It depends. It's dependent on everyone. Okay, so uh, like you take your monthly expenses, multiply by twelve for the year, multiply that by twenty five, and that number is what you need in net assets generating, and that number will generate you four percent. Uh, like that number generating you four percent is enough for you to not work. Okay. So let's do some math, guys. Okay, okay, watch, watch this, watch this, watch this. Let's say let's say your monthly expenses were a thousand bucks, okay? For example, a thousand bucks. So you said multiply by twelve, so they're twelve twelve thousand a year. Multiply twelve thousand a year by twenty five, and what is that? Three hundred thousand. So if you had three hundred thousand uh, dollars in assets generating you four percent, and your monthly expenses were why grand, is it generating you four percent? Because I'm guessing that's probably infl inflation plus plus two. So so uh, inflation is typically two or two point one percent if you're in North America. Yeah, where, what and what gets you? What gets you four percent? Just uh, 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 guaranteed, guaranteed investments like uh, like bonds, very like safe, low, low, low yeah, yeah, like like you can get bonds. The stock market on average is more than four percent. Yeah, but the stock market is that that's something that you have to like learn though. You know, no, but in investing in something, something. Let me tell you a story. Right. Let me tell you a story. So, this is how shit my luck was with the stocks. Let me tell you something. So listen. <laughs> so, I'm thinking I'm smart, right? And Shopify at the time was <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So shop, I don't know if you know this. So Shopify was swinging at the time. Swinging. One of the, it was literally one of the most like it was it was stupid. So one day I was like, you know what? I'm smart. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sell it when it's when it's high, and then I know it's gonna come down. So I'll just buy more, right? Me thinking I'm a smart ass. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm trying to swing Shopify. Literally, is what I was trying to do. So one day I decide to sell it. I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. So I sell it at a at a at a higher at a higher than what I bought it for. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Continues going. It never going came up. down. <laughs> Listen, I, you know how much I bought it for? I bought it for one sixty something. I sold it at two oh nine. You know what it's at right now? Is it seven hundred? It's no, it's at like four hundred something. And listen, you want to hear another <laughs> funny story? So Tesla, I know. Hey, I, I did the listen, same mistake. Listen. I had the same mistake. No, I had the Tesla. same exact mistake. So, so for people My who don't God. know, so for people who don't know, Tesla is at like seven hundred and fifty dollars now. Seven eighty today. Listen to this. <laughs> I swear to God, I bought I bought a lot because I'm like, you know what? I, I think it's super cheap right now, and it was. I think I bought it for two sixty. Oh Bro, I bought it for two sixty because I'm like, you know what? Yo, I I believe in Tesla. But then when we started getting to this whole real estate stuff, I wanted to get money for our down payments. Yeah. So I just sold all my stocks. Yeah. And I sold, and I swear, I think I sold Tesla at a, at a loss. I think I, I think I lost like $20 per share or $10 per share, something like that. That's not even including the TD fees, the $10. Mm -hmm. But anyways, not the point. I didn't, I didn't look at stocks at all. 
Yesterday, I was at the Super Bowl. I was at, I was at my Super. I was I was watching Super Bowl with my friends, and someone pulled up the Tesla stock, and they said it was like six hundred something, and I was so annoyed. I look at the thing today. Someone screenshot and put it as their story. It went up one hundred twenty bucks today. I know. I know, man. That's my luck with stocks. <laughs> so when you say stocks get you four percent, whatever. But that's also because you're. That's because you're in, uh, investing in individual. Yeah, try to go for indi- uh, index funds. They Bro, on. I was so yeah. cheesed. Yeah. I was so cheesed. <laughs> I was so annoyed. But. Oh, bad. Anyways, yo, yo, I'm gonna move this, you know, forward a little bit and ask you guys a question, right? So, so that we're adding value to like you guys. So, what do you think are the key essential steps that any person needs to take in order to be financially free like 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 what are like some you must do this or you're not gonna ever be financially free how would you answer that my first instinct being the cheapest man in the world cut costs cut stupid costs like everyone has a stupid cost i even as the cheapest man in the world you know i i still buy some stupid things so make sure you're cutting that out of your life if you're not financially free yet because you're not there yet so don't do it secondly oh this one's tough man keep like keep track of your money like what i mean by that is like no matter how much money you have you can always lose it very easily if you're not keeping track of it you can you can't measure something that you're not keeping track of right or no that's not the saying that's the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll close. get me- measured. What? What gets, What's measured? Get measured gets maintained. <laughs> yes, yeah. that. You heard it from Basil. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can they even hear you? So make sure you're keeping measure of your money and where it's going. So at the end of every month, like check your statements. And if you're if it's not food, if it's not clothing, and if it's not shelter, everything else is a want. And make sure you're picking your wants right and seeing if it's worth it. Um, my thing is edu- educating yourself 100%. I think oh, that's um, a beautiful answer. I think, I think there's no I think there's no way of becoming financially free without educating yourself. Um, every person who's financially free, every person who's successful to a certain extent um, has learned a lot and has literally been educating themselves and learning um, and people can pick like small uh, people here and there like 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 people can obviously pick specific people that are like, oh what about this person but man like at the end of the day educating yourself and learning is the only way that you're going to get yourself financially free because if you don't learn and 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 put yourself in a mindset of like i'm going to find something that works cuz how are you going how are you going to know how to become financially free mm. without actually like learning without educating yeah. yourself there there aren't a lot of things in the world that can get you financially free. There are, but not a million things. So you have to learn about specific things and be good at them. And the only way you can get really good at a skill to get yourself to a position where it's making you enough money that you don't have to work a day in your life, I think you need to be really smart. And, and again, anyone who is financially free, I don't care who it is. Again, you might be able to specific, like pick specific people is smart is really smart because or they hire smart people but no but even but 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 yeah but like even even them like even when they hire people they had to have gone to that point to be able to hire people to get you know what i mean yeah like no one just no one thinks of an idea and then 
before trying it out, before doing anything, before making it work, just goes, oh, you know what? I have this amazing idea of I'm going to invest in real estate. Let me just start hiring this, 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 this. No one does that, right? So I think I think educating yourself is 100% the best way to get yourself financially free because even even if you don't learn a specific skill, it'll still get you in the mindset of, of let me actually like fix my situation and let me actually like focus on the small things that I need to do. So what Basil was saying is uh, go to our page and buy our course. Buy our course? Yeah. Maybe like in two years. <laughs> but no, but follow us. If anything, follow us because yeah, if yeah. anything, follow, just follow our page. It's free. Yeah, and exactly. We try and post things on there. Every uh, I definitely agree with what you said, like just knowledge, right? I think the more you learn, the more you earn. That's just like a fact, right? Like, uh, like I find that the greatest way to kind of like pick yourself up uh, out of any situation is to just like educate yourself by like what's there right like like for example we we had to go through how many stumbling blocks to get onto real estate so for example like every single failure you went through with your stocks that was just a way like a small nudge a a stumbling in the right direction towards oh hey here's an investment that now is not gonna all of a sudden go up 120 bucks or like go down 120 bucks whatever you know here's something that like i can invest in it and actually see uh, you know a consistent return uh, so invest, investing in yourself and investing in your own education is the number one step. And not like some stupid shit, man. Like not like yeah. some stupid, like right. just learning, st- like learning. Uh, yeah. Uh, like yeah. left-handed puppetry is, listen, okay. What, why are you I saying show a left-handed puppetry? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I meant like, man, like, like, <laughs> no, the whole like, different. like it's different to learn because you have to. Like when you're in school, like we're so mm-hmm. used to just learning because we have to and it's we're like forced teachers to. Teachers tell us to. Yeah, because oh, you, you just get told, study oh, this. study this. You have an exam on this yeah. day. Like when I say like educate yourself, like man, like actually go find something yes. that you might enjoy. Passion, yes. And just actually just learn it. Like you have time. Passion Everyone is crucial. Ha- Do you know how much time is wasted in university? Like not even like in the years. I mean, like no, no, just like day to day, just like, your day to day. You between you walking to classes and you wasting your time and talking to a lot that of people. That Netflix break. That Netflix you, break. Like we're in university. Like we know this. Like we yeah. know how much time is wasted when you're on campus and and you have a sixteen hour day. There's so much time wasted. A lot. So take advantage of the times that you have and then just go go learn something. Go learn a passion. Like go actually yeah. read books that have something to do with what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Say you find that oh I'm gonna become financially free by by doing this by opening up this company about this and this like like this i don't know what specific topic yeah. like whatever like it's sports media like say you want to do something with sports media and you think that that's going to get you financially free sit and learn about it just because it's not one of your six courses or your five yeah. courses in university exactly. yeah like sit and learn about it like take the time the, the uh the also big thing i would say is like mentorship and like coaching or like yeah. finding someone who's 100%. like 100 like in your circle who knows a lot more than you do about that specific topic that you want to dive into, right? So like you said, if it's, if it's you know, like sports media or hour, like something like that, then you f- go in the find someone in the sports media industry who's a killer, who is just like absolutely smashing it in their industry. And you go in and you're like, hey, listen, can I learn from you from free? Like I will help what do you, you say, out. What do you, you know? say to the people that say, how am I even going to get in contact with those people? Well, listen, you have something this day and age that no one in like the history of humankind has had, which is the internet. Facts. 
the fact that we can connect to each other on IG, on Facebook in, in the in a matter of milliseconds, right? And and be able to like reach someone like uh, like for example, like um uh this past week I messaged the head of global real estate of uh, I think Brookfield Place, which is like a multi billion dollar company. The man gave me his personal cell phone number. I have a call with him scheduled like a week from now. And this guy runs Brookfield, which is the biggest real estate company in Canada. Right. Yeah. And just because I reached out, I was like, hey, listen, I'm passionate about real estate. I know this is what I'm going to be doing for a, a long period of my life. I want to learn. And you don't have to go right. to the top dogs. Like You don't have to go to like, like if I want to if I want to go into sports media, I don't have to go to Stephen A. Smith and message him and be like, yo, we'll get me into this. Like you can start off small. Like there are people who are small in something who will still be able to lead you. Who are ahead of you. Yeah, we are ahead help of you. you. Yeah. We can still help you. We can still teach you. Man, people people underestimate what one connection can do. Mm-hmm. One person, like there, literally one person can change like your entire life. Mm-hmm. And people underestimate that. Like even even if you you know someone who just started in in uh, like sports media a year ago, super new, w- work with them. Mm-hmm. Try and even like just ask them questions, go to their, whatever, like go to whatever they want, like meetings and stuff like that. Cause even eventually you might end up meeting a person through him who might end up connecting you to a person through him. And like, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that's why like educating yourself and find like, will 100% be the biggest thing that will get you to be financially free. Um, hello, sir. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Um, oh, also another thing, another thing is actually, gets to doing like start it like actually oh, do it for sure. like you can read as many books as possible and you know this from experience from even like for students who are watching who have done internships you know the job is nothing like the school you learn 100%. like the education so and that's why there are internships because yeah. they want you to get <clears throat> to start doing the job because it's totally different <clears throat> you can talk <laughs> <laughs> while while Jacob's dying over there, uh, so listen. <laughs> so uh, I, I I like that, right? So hold on, uh, take a step back. So so like, repeat your main point one sec. Okay, executing. Okay, because like we we see this in the real estate industry a lot. Like you have these, uh, I call them event fiends. Like yo, you call the you can say paralysis by analysis. Like yo, you call these like window on entrepreneurs. Like the same way you go window shopping. It's like window entrepreneurs where they like they look at the glamour and they watch Gary V like religiously. But and they'll be able to, they'll, and they'll be able yo, to quote, they'll be able to every quote single... you like listen. You gotta hustle hard. You gotta like do this, but. They've never done a fucking single thing in their life. Hey, we're not swearing. Oh, sh- <laughs> they <laughs> okay. have never done a single thing <laughs> in their life. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, right. So, so like that's where you have to separate yourself from, you know, like the the like mediocrity. The earlier, right? the better. Exactly. Like, no- and the best way to guarantee that you're gonna end up in the exact same place in life as everyone else is to do the exact same thing everyone else is doing. Right. If I wanted to to like, hey, yo, I'm gonna die 65. You know, I haven't I haven't really like or, or okay. Anyways, die 65. <laughs> Sorry, ret- retire 65. Okay. <laughs> anyways, retire 65. Uh, whatever, and like have x x amount saved up like any other regular Canadian, which typically is like like nothing. Like most Canadians, uh, like at the bank, like 80 to 90 percent of Canadians aren't uh, set up for retirement. Jacob, right? Start. Oh, I speak facts, bro. In North America, the average six year old's net worth net worth is 200 thousand. Okay, now give it my back. 200, 200 grand. 
Okay. If your yeah, expenses were like 30K, 200 divided by 30K, yo, that that is not enough years <laughs> for you is, to people like. Think about it. Like if, if you think about it, you say 200 grand, right? You think that sounds a lot. Like it sounds like a lot. Like 200 grand. Like if, if you if you hear right now, like a person saying, oh, I just have 200 grand, like chilling my bank account. Sounds like it's a lot, right? Sounds like but it's a lot, but if you think about it, man. Sorry, yeah. that that's net worth. So that's if they if they have a house, that's probably all their house. Like their net worth is just whatever. tied up in even, one, their they, one property. Even if, even if they even if they're whatever, even if their net worth is just, even if it's just two hundred grand in their bank account. If you think about it, man, that's like forty years of you working. Like forty years of you working, you and, and you have two hundred grand to show for it. And like the thing is, it's like it's like you also like then think of like the habits as well that like you need you need to form and like that's the other thing on the path of like financial freedom because like that was the initial question. It's like what things do you need to have in order to ensure like you're gonna walk that path of financial freedom and like that's the other thing habits because part of the reason like th- like most people end up there it's not that they didn't have the knowledge it's not, it's not that they're like oh I, I didn't know about ETFs or index funds or like whatever. Exactly, but also the behaviors and the habits to control yourself and to regiment yourself and like to put yourself on a budget to like also like con- like measure and manage your finances by keeping track of your statements, you know, like by being proactive about your finances rather than, than reactive. It will affect you. Like it yes. will affect you. If not right now, like like it, like I I promise you, man. It's Basil so crazy to us. No, no, not even that, man. Because we work at the bank and we see this. Like Jacob, you work at you work at corporate, so it's different. But we man, do. like us, like we see this firsthand. Like people, like how often? I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the area that we work at. But man, like the ratio of elderly people who have no money compared to the ratio of people who like have money, it's like it's like it's like fifteen to one. Like it's so like it, man. It's so crazy to me. That's what I'm saying. Like. It will catch up to you. It will catch up to you. Bad habits, bad financial decisions, bad whatever. Like, it will catch up to you. Mm. Whether it's now, whether it's when you're 30, 40, 50, like, it will catch up to you. So that's why I'm saying, like, put yourself in, put yourself in perspective of a year from now, 10 years from now. When you're 30, when you're 35, when you're 40, like, what do you want your finances to look like? Which will affect your life, by the yeah, way. So yeah. it's not, that's, that's like, it's not like finance yeah. is like a simple thing. It's yeah, not like, for sure. It's not like what car are you gonna have when you're when you're thirty. Yeah. It's not like oh, what how, what size, uh, what what size feet are you gonna be when you're thirty? Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> yo, like this is literally y- your finances will affect your you life, yeah, for your whole life, yeah, in every aspect. Yeah, yeah. literally in every aspect, yeah. it'll affect your kids, your marriage, it'll affect your marriage. Your it'll, do you know how many marriages like like mess up probably because of because of finances? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like it will affect everything around you. So put yourself in perspective from now at a young age to be like, how can I get myself to be financially stable and financially free? Not when you're 70, when you're 80, when it doesn't even matter anymore. Because why does it matter how much? Like, you know what I mean? Think about it. Like, what about when you're 30? What about when you're 35? What about when you're 40? When your life, like when your life is actually in its prime and it's like, there's things actually going on in your life. Yeah. You know what gets to me? Like, sorry, no, I've, I have two things to say. First of all, for all you young people who like, when they go, when you go home for summer or whatever and you're working, try and save more than 60% of what you're getting because your food is paid for and your rent is paid for. 60%? Who 60%. saves 60%? 
at home? Like when you you're living in the prison? Sixty percent? No, I'm saying it's a challenge for them. I'm telling them they, they oh, should try. People, would, <laughs> bro, if people can save sixty percent of their income. That would be amazing. That's more. Well, of of course, if you if you're living like if you're super independent, obviously that can't be done. But also another thing I was gonna say is surround yourself with people who have not necessarily in the same bracket of of income, but have the same mindset in terms of spending as you. Because yeah. if you, I've hang, I've hung out with people who spend a lot of money, and it's unlike my character to do, and it's really really hard but to hang out. But it ends up happening. Them. Yeah, it, it ends, ends up, up happening, happening because you have but, to. Yeah, but I'm not saying you like you can hang out as you as you said. I, I don't know whether it was in the last podcast, or whatever. You become who you hang out with, or something like that. You are the yeah. So yeah. So I, I so I do encourage you to hang out with motivated people. And then also have a group of people who already like where where you want to be, they've already made it. But that being said, those people should have the same mindset in terms of spending as you, because it's not. It's just, it's, 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 just it's, hang out with like-minded people. Exactly. It's because just in yeah, general, with everything. Every, yeah. Not, like obviously, some people have bad habits. Actually, that's spending. a terrible. Actually, that, no, that's a terrible thing because if you if, if you're already a spender and you want to cut back, you're not gonna hang out with spenders. So hang out with the people who obviously you or, want or to be yeah, like. That you yeah, be, yeah, 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 that you want to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you have a, yeah, so if you have a goal in your head, say you're a bad spender. Yeah. Try and hang out with people who don't spend exactly. a lot of money because that won't help your cause and yeah. that'll just mess up your habit even more. Yeah, like like imagine, wouldn't it be scary to see a fat personal trainer? Think about it. Think about it. You know, like 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 for example, like let's say if if you're working on your health, your body, whatever, right? You're like, okay, yo, uh, I want to get physically fit, right? And then, <laughs> right? So so it's, it's the exact same thing. It's like yo, if you have a goal set in mind, find the people who have achieved that goal. And go like spend time with them. It's like the, the same goes. If like you hang around a barber shop long enough, you might just get a cut. You hang around a lot of millionaires long enough, you might just land on a couple hundred grand. Who knows, right? So like I I definitely agree agree with that advice, and I think that's a crucial thing about like just walking towards financial uh, independence. So yeah, man. So uh, would you guys want to like sum things up or? Yeah, let's just yeah, yeah. Okay, so that. yeah, so uh, we're we're just gonna dive into some quick takeaways. So we're gonna start with Basil. Um, my quick takeaway is financial freedom is more of a mindset to start off with. Um, actually, that's a stupid takeaway. What am I saying? I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> my takeaway, no, my um, my takeaway is just start as early as you can, man, because financial freedom gets harder and harder the older you get and obviously it's not discouraging anyone who's older because it doesn't matter like you can always get rich and become financially free really quick but it's harder like the earlier you start the better the earlier you get in that mindset of let me focus on my future financially and let me put myself in a position where like i don't have to struggle or anything i think the earlier you start the better mm. um and it just gets tougher and tougher because you start getting more responsibilities you start having more commitments you start your needs are a lot more so i think find something that you want to focus on at an the and the earlier the better and just focus on that just the earlier you can get things done the better because time is not on your side time is against you every single day um because you're not going to get younger and you're getting older every single day so 
I think the earlier the better. That's my takeaway. My, I'm just gonna use my time to say this. Um, I already forgot. Uh, wow. You go ahead. <laughs> nice, sick. Damn. Uh, so my biggest takeaway uh, for anyone who wants to walk the path towards financial freedom: number one, learn. Right. Find your passion. Find what draws you. Find what like excites you. What like what gets you up in the morning. Number one, and then number two, then devote every single waking second you have to learn more about that topic and how you can monetize how you can monetize that right uh and the second takeaway i would say is people who you spend your time with uh matters a lot right and and it kind of goes back to time that's the one resource you never are going to get back the moment you like as in in us even spending time right now creating this podcast we're literally dedicating our lives to this as in every single second that passes in this video is a life that is a second that we have dedicated to wanting to add value to like you guys, right? In the exact same so thing. So like and subscribe. So please, please, please like and subscribe. <laughs> Anyways, right? So, so uh, the main thing I'm trying to say is that who you choose to spend your time with matters. So spend time with the people who are where you want to be and not where you, uh, where you currently are, right? Because the best way to guarantee that you're going to stay in the same place is to stick with people who are already in the same place. So... Okay, so as I was saying, I'm going to use this time to say financial freedom isn't... Don't compare your financial freedom with other people's because for some other people, financial freedom might be way farther than you. For, for example, a millionaire's financial freedom... <laughs> a millionaire at the age of 25, financial freedom might... They might have goals of almost like hundreds of millions or billionaire. And realistically some of you can't reach that <laughs> i'm just being realistic and also your lifestyles are very different where your starting points are very different Everyone can a billionaire. i know but like your starting points are very different which gives an advantage to other people right Back so nice. don't compare your financial freedom to other people because they started somewhere else and and also this is the same thing your your costs aren't the same and your living in general isn't the same so don't compare them and don't be discouraged by where you are now compared to another person your age it's a really good point um so i'll end it off there again uh let us know what you uh what you want to hear um what's i guess leave a comment what's your definition of financial freedom and ways that you think you can get there and tell uh, us what number you think is uh your financial freedom number yeah um but again yeah let us know what you want to watch let us know what you want to see where um our topics are going to eventually get more into real estate and expanding on actual strategies and stuff like that. But, um, Oh yeah. And a giveaway, we're giving away a house in about like 10 years. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we get to 20 subscribers, we're giving away a house. Um, so yeah, like, and subscribe and comment and we're on Spotify too. So if you want to listen to us at the car, we are going to be on Apple podcast. We are on Apple podcast. We're on Apple, okay. Yeah, we're we're on, on Apple, Apple podcast now, actually. So, um, if you want to listen to us in the car or something and you can't really watch us on video, I mean, I guess putting this at the end doesn't really make sense because they already watched us. <laughs> okay, no, that we'll put that in the beginning okay, after. Okay. Um, but anyways, so yeah, yeah, again, let us know what you want to watch, leave a comment, give us suggestions on how we can make this better. And yeah, right, peace. we'll end it off on that. Have a great day. Peace.